on this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If I go to the farm. You will. No, you're going to go to the farm. You're going to the farm. They're okay. going to attack my... It's your whole... It's your whole shtick. I know. It's the one thing that makes you interesting. The GM is sending people to the farm. Well, maybe the GM shouldn't give farmable people. After a long and perilous journey... You had dealt with the termite fey vexigit things that were terrorizing Idiot. the Nycteras of the Olfen ship. Um, and then you went and spoke to the queen again. She told you a bit about the Cradle of Quartz, which she referred to as the Quartz Temple. Yeah. She told you that there were the living dead inside of the Cradle of Quartz. Micah's angels have finally made it to the Cradle of Quartz. Ahead, one wall of the curved canyon is carved into an elaborate facade. Pillars, circles, and geometric patterns give the impression of an entrance into a giant temple. And are about to open its heavy clockwork doors. The double door is 10 feet tall and made of weather-beaten bronze. The walls surrounding the bronze portal are inscribed with an intricate network of gears that circle the doorway and cover most of the visible surface. It's time to explore this joint. It's a Suvu's bare fist with a steel chair! (laughs) Give him the chair, Suvu! (laughs) Now... In the first age, in the first battle, when the shadows first lengthened, one stood, burned by the embers of Armageddon, his soul blistered by the fires of hell, and tainted beyond ascension, etc., etc. Doom music. Today, on the tour of the inner sea, we are covering a very horrifying and uh, just earth-shattering consequences place that no one should go to. Mm-hmm. We're going to be covering the world wound. I.e., the whole reason Ioma Day exists. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're not... The worst decision Paizo ever made. I was just saying, after reading about the world wound, I'm not so, you know, I don't know why Ioma Day is here when there's Serenray. <laughs> Serenray is just so much better, but because of the world wound, Ioma Day need, is needed. That's fair. And That's I will, fair. I understand it. Yeah, but uh, so is it Ioma Day or Yoma Day? I don't know. It's Ioma I-O Day. I don't know a day. <laughs> uh, I think uh, so. The. Glass Cannon guys say Ioma die. But oh, like that's it's, right. It's the ending of his D A E D A E. So that's day. Well, how does James Jacob say? Uh, how does Jason Bullman say it? They say Ioma day. Okay, there we go. Yeah, I was right. Ioma day. And as you may expect, other people were salty about that. What anyway. day is Ioma day? Uh, Oath day. Ah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this is already off topic. Really? Uh, <laughs> uh, demons, yeah. Yeah. Continue. So, demons. Before demons. we get into this uh, episode of the Tour of the Inner Sea, uh, I want to uh, say a couple things because uh, Pathfinder 1 and 2E both live in the same world, but Pathfinder 2E, it takes place after the events of all the adventure paths in Pathfinder 1E. Like, each of them happen. Um, over the course of the years that they were released, right? And so in 2E, things have already, capital H, happened in the world. Uh, 
And a huge chunk of like one of the major implications on the world of Galarian is what happened in the world wound, i.e. that has been resolved. So before we talk about it, uh, we're going to be talking about the world wound as it existed in first edition Pathfinder. Uh, and this is also going to apply to a couple things that we talked about on Tour of the Inner Sea. And that's for one very specific reason. We're not done with first edition Pathfinder. There's a lot of really fun stories that we haven't experienced yet that we still very much want to experience. And we're trying to avoid minute or uh, specific and big spoilers. Unfortunately, you cannot find out about the world wound in 2E without the biggest spoiler for the end of that adventure path. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, and this isn't a spoiler yeah, per it, se. You knew it was going to happen. But like it has been dealt with. It is like basically uh, the adventure path in first edition Wrath of the Righteous is about the world wound and what happens with it. And that is resolved by 2E. So in 2E, the area that was the world wound is known as the Sarkoris Scar. Um, so, but again, for all of our lore stuff, we're going to go from a 1E perspective. Um, that is to prevent spoilers. It's because we're not done with 1E. And honestly, understanding where the 2E world comes from should help. Because if you get the uh, Lost Omens world guide and just kind of give a br- overview of these areas, you'll get to see how it's evolved and learn things about it, right? And let's be honest, as long as far as the world wound is concerned, 1E is just more cool than, oh, problem's been solved, 2E. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and so you might be asking, all right, what is this world wound thing? All right, but and to, to answer that, if you go, we've been moving along the northern part of Galarian. We looked at Urson. We came down to Absalong. To answer that question, we have to go 120 years in the past. You're right. Uh, We're getting there. But so we start out looking at Ursin, which is in the northern part of the inner sea region, uh, continent of Avistan. Uh, We've looked at Absalom for some like history basis. We've looked at Land of the Lunarm Kings, which was to the um, west of Ursin. And then we started moving east past Ursin to the realm of the Mammoth Lords. And we're going to keep going east past the realm of the Mammoth Lords to the World Wound. The World Wound gets its name because it is a demon-haunted wasteland at the (laughs) northernmost reaches of central Avistan. It was created when a planar tear to the abyss opened in the Kelid nation of Sarkoris shortly before the death of the god Aridin. And uh, for context, what is the abyss? The abyss in Pathfinder. So there's kind of basically think of Pathfinder 1, he especially had like strong ties to the alignment system. Mm-hmm. So you got all mm-hmm. your different alignments and imagine that there's going to be a plane. There's lots of planes for lots of different things, but there's also a plane for each specific alignment, right? Lawful good, you got heaven. Uh, Lawful evil, you got hell. Yeah. A chaotic up. evil is the abyss. So in 1E Pathfinder, this is also just in the setting for 2E as well, although they're moving away from alignment, but that's a whole nother discussion. Uh, lawful evil, you got hell. Neutral evil, you have Abaddon. Chaotic evil is the abyss. Uh, and hell has devils. Uh, Abaddon has demons. Yeah. And then... Uh, good old EA. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the abyss has demons. EA. Oh, you shut up. The ab- EA <laughs> games. It's full of demons. But basically, the world wound used to be another Kelid nation. Uh, somewhat similar to Realm of the Mammoth Lords, uh, maybe not as insular and uh, protective well, of their ways. They, they, they actually had like cities and stuff. Though. Yeah, but still it was Kelled people. Um, but about a hundred years ago, 
a little over 100 years ago, actually, right before, or excuse me, right after the death of Aridin, uh, something happened. Uh, and it, there's there's some lore and stories about it if you want to get into it, but there was a rift open up on the material plane, and the abyss is now pouring out of it. I actually have artwork I want to share. Uh, I think this is Art? from one of or the campaign setting books, if not from The Wrath Ooh. of the Righteous Adventure Path. I'm going to post this in our Discord. Um, this is an actual image or illustration of what the world wound looks like. Oh, that's sick. It's Look at all those horrifying awful. creatures coming out of it. Oh, sick, nasty. It's basically like a canyon that like rips through a huge chunk of this like nation-sized area. Um, and as you like descend into the canyon, you just basically fall into the abyss. And, and, and like to pump this up even more, like it's not just that demons get to come through the abyss from the abyssal plane itself starts to corrupt the material plane in that area and is slowly mm. spreading outward. I've, yeah. I've got like a more secular uh, comparison. You know, those um, derelict nether portals in more recent updates of Minecraft. I say more yeah. recent. I mean, within the last five years, yeah. maybe. Uh, and how there's in the overworld, like little pockets of netherite and fire and lava and stuff. Like that's, very little ones. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of like that, except it's actively growing. Yeah. It right. It's like, um, yeah. And so basically when this opened, uh, the nation of Sarkoris is, was just decimated. Like, Horse? Bye bye, Sarkoris. Uh, yeah, they were just like, they thought they could take it back, but like, they were just destroyed. Um, the demons came out really chaotically at first um, and just kind of ravaged the land. But like, uh, this happening caused the first Mendevian, Mendevian, I think, I can't remember how to pronounce that nation, the nation next to Sarkoris, uh, Mendev, uh, the, it caused the first Mendevian crusade. Uh, and Iomade, uh, Aridin's herald became Aridin's herald. A, 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 a higher form of deity, a rallied people, and the, the Church of Iomade rallied people on this crusade to beat back the demons. And it was kind of successful. They never like took everything back, but they held it from pro uh, progressing into Mendev itself. Um, the effic 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 effectively. Effectively made a border. Yeah. Uh, that the demons couldn't get through. Yeah, but it turns out like the first wave of demons was more like a scouting party than an actual organized attack. And within the next like 10-ish years, the actual attack came uh, and that called for the second Mendevian Crusade. Uh, this is all happening in the past, right? And so they more or less failed. But the only thing that the second crusade did establish was the creation of these things called ward stones because the other thing to deal with with demons is you can fight back in a line but a lot of demons have teleportation abilities oh. and the ward stones basically inhibited them from being able to teleport just wherever they wanted and those those weren't set up until which crusade the second crusade because that's one of the fun there's a in one e there's like a whole book that you can read about a lot of the lore for the world wound and one of the fun facts and it was that like 
most of the demons that came through the first wave weren't your typical smart demon. They were like wild animal demons, the low say, level you mean ones. Dumb demon? Yes, but some of them, the more powerful ones that happened to slip through that were not affiliated with the whoever did the portal, they came through and teleported away immediately. And they're still out there in the world. That's why they're it's not impossible to just find demons in the world that even haven't been summoned by like wizards. It's because they slipped through and being smart instantly teleported away yeah um but like the second crusade was more or less a failure um they it ended with them losing the whole rest of what was formerly sarkoris of uh, the nation but they did establish these war zones um and then about 20 years later after that there was another crusade but it was did not do so hot. <laughs> was that the one where corruption played a big part, or was that the fourth one? Um, I think that's the fourth one. Okay. Uh, basically, yes. That uh, twenty years after the second crusade, the third one kicks off. Uh, during the first and second crusade, blah blah blah. Most crusaders made the journey up the West Selen River, past the nation of Uslav, blah 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 blah. Um, it just they they had more crusades just to keep the the demon tide at bay but they were never able to get past it. And then by the fourth crusade, it's like what Jacob was talking about. They were dealing with problems of corruption because it turns out that uh, like... Things like succubuses and incubuses and right. other sneaky demons have started to corrupt the crusaders so that like... Oh, I mean, they were just corrupt. Some of them would fall away. I wonder how many anti-paladins were made that way. Yeah. You know, fun stuff like that. Yeah, and like... It more or less was a long grinding battle that did nothing. Um, and then where that's kind of like the last thing that happens before PF1E's like timeline picks up with people actually playing it. And then the fifth crusade, which is where Wrath of the Righteous starts, uh, kicks off with a uh, demonic assault on Canabris, which is like a city uh, where one of the like Wardstones is. So cool, it's kind man. of like a big deal that it's being attacked. These Wardstones, by the way, are freaking wild. They are not like, um, oh, it is a, a Wardstone is a minor artifact in the form of a Minhir inscribed with runes. It's designed to ward out the demons of the world rune. Its power must ma be maintained by regular prayers and annual rituals. Huh. So it's like super cool, right? Wardstones are super neat. Um, and they're kind of the only thing, that's the, that's the thing with where the world wound is, is it's kind of just depressing. And the crusades have only succeeded in preventing things from getting too much worse, but it's all still feels like it's slowly being pushed back on them, right? Um, so that's kind of the backdrop. Um, and that's where uh, Wrath of the Righteous takes place. If you want to get more information without spoiling Wrath of the Righteous, there's a 1E campaign setting you can get on Paizo's website called the world wound uh, and it has history lore little overviews of places it has like monsters and character options it's dope book as with all of these books um the timeline on it is also freaking wild um but i like opening there's a gazetteer that kind of gives an overview of the crusades anything and it has a fun little like uh, in-universe little paragraph here. Heed these rules, you lot. Don't eat anything you didn't bring in with you. Don't drink any water you haven't boiled. Don't touch anything that's growing. Hell, don't touch anything that's dead either. You know what I touch here in the world wound? Only things that came in with me and haven't left my sight. That's what. That's why I'm still here alive after five years on the line. And that's why half of you will be dead by the end of one. If you don't want to be included in the dead half... Uh, follow orders, watch your fellows, and keep your eyes sharp, and don't touch anything. 
Cedric. No, touchy. <laughs> this is a, a, a this is Cedric Mercadian, Mercadian, uh, Crusader of the Order of the Rising Sun from Mendev. Super dope. I just like because like not only was the it's everything got twisted animals people who lived there long enough my favorite thing I think I found in this book at a glance was the weather in the world oh yeah and you know you roll your percentage die 81 through 90 supernatural precipitation equivalent to hell but the precipitation is composed of teeth moaning insects Bits of jagged crystal, arrowheads, frozen eyeballs, or something equally frightening. Moaning insects. Weather. <laughs> Moaning insects. Imagine. Oh. Imagine. <laughs> imagine waking up, sticking your hand out of your tent. Thunk, thunk. Uh, <laughs> or just a hailstorm of eyeballs. Rain in the world wound tends to be oddly colored, sometimes looking like blood, mucus, or fowler body fluids. But even when the rain appears yes. normal, poop? Yeah. it smells wrong. The I'm stink sorry. of rotting flesh. It, poop is not a liquid, and it should not be a liquid. It could be. Uh, the stink of rotting flesh, rusting metal, and decaying plant matter often suffuses the world wounds, rain, and water. And the water itself, if gathered, can cause sickness as surely as drinking from a tainted river or polluted pool. Um, there are hazards in every like of the major five sections, and most of those major five sections start off with two simple words: bowel worms. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> it's Ew. a bad place to be. Bowel <laughs> it, worms. It actually makes that paragraph you Ugh. read actually like survival in the world wound is hard because the water will kill you. Anything that grows will kill you. Bowel worms. Bowel yeah. worms. It is not for level one PCs. Insects are demons. Fungus are demons. Everything is twisted by demon. Every There's a bestiary, and I think a majority of those things in the bestiary have a human face on them somewhere, and oh, yeah. none of them are human. I don't even want human. to think about it. Yeah, it's horrifying. I have kept my, mostly quiet because this is not a, a part of Galarian that interests me at all. But I will say, because it's, it's, it's a horrible, horrible place, but I like it because it's, it's, it is the most classic good guys fighting against an evil force you can get. Oh, yeah. Not to mention, in the adventure path, you get to play with mythic levels, but I that's mean, a different thing. Imagine entirely. being, especially in one he a paladin, or a ranger with the favorite enemy demon, like you will get to be so unbelievably strong. Yes, in, like in your element, Drender and <laughs> Rain of Winter. Yes, yes, yeah, but more high level and with mythic powers. Exactly, it would be dope. Um, I, I, I would love to be able to run Wrath of the Righteous one day. I don't know if I have it within me. I definitely don't while we're running a podcast. Oh no, uh, but like. I mean, what a cool adventure. You start out level one, you'll end up level 20 with 10 mythic ranks and you get to fight Jesus. like hordes of demons. You get to become so strong. You could fight Cthulhu has a stat block of 26 or seven in this game. And with level 20 mythic rank 10, I think you could fight Cthulhu. Oh yeah. hundred um, percent. I was telling Jacob, if we ever played it like, and we played it and we're doing other one E stuff afterwards, uh, that was like canonically afterwards, your characters basically more or less be would become minor deities like and you could be worshipped. 
Drow, this would be the perfect time for you to take your favorite apotheosis. Apotheosis, right? <laughs> Drow has put their hands in the air. Victory. <gasps> There's a world wound timeline at the back of the book. Yeah, there is. A world I do wound love is apotheosis. And it goes back ways and ways and ways. But all the important stuff happens in the past 120 years. Um, so I, I didn't see this timeline when I was... Uh, it's it's so cool, though. Like, And the fact that this exists and hasn't just become like... Because like, something like this would be the centerpiece of a lot of other settings. Um, the fact that there's a, a, a rift and like it's being contained and it's been like that for like over 100 years, right? Like That would be the focus uh, uh, of, of an entire campaign setting. But the fact that it can exist and make sense and have other things going on in Galarian is so cool to me because yeah, there's like the whole crusaders of Mendev that, uh, that have to keep them in Bay. Right. But at the same time, the other nations bordering the world wound are like Belkson orc hordes yeah. and Rome of the mammoth Lords mammoth, like riding hmm. barbarians. Luckily the surrounding countries are some of the toughest ones there are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so cool. I just love it so much. Um, but yeah, the world wound's great. Uh, highly recommend the one ebook. I will link it as I've been trying to do all the cool stuff we share. Um, and if you you know can't uh, don't want to play one e, which I understand, uh, and can't get in a Wrath of the Righteous game to experience it in its full glory, there's actually a biddy game, <gasps> a bideo game, a bideo. <sighs> That's so bad. I to interrupt Jesus. because all I heard was bidet. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm bidet. talking about pee and poop rain. It's a bidet game. <sighs> it's a bidet game with the pee rain. Chocolate rain. Uh, but no, like the people who made the Kingmaker RPG for Pathfinder Kingmaker uh, also made a Wrath of the Righteous game. It is using 1E rules, but it's a video game. So it's not like it's a full on yeah. tabletop thing. So if you want to play Wrath of the Righteous. Uh, yeah. Play Wrath of the Righteous. Bidet. Go on ahead. You can play the video game. Video game. Bidet. Uh, anyways, uh, speaking about demons, we got a, we got a, we got some demons to purge here in this temple. Or are they demons? No, they're they're undead. And and something from another plane. Uh, demons. Oh, the plane! Aha! Centuries before Bidio. the starstone was raised, the, the starstone was raised. Where you king? Yes, you get war with one another, scarring the land between them into a devastated, unstable, magical wasteland. Into a devastated, unstable, magical wasteland. From the glowing ashes of the manor waste, the city is small. A metropolis of airships, skyscrapers, factories, and clockwork wonders. To the world, Alkenstar is the pinnacle of the innovation and the nation's face-to-face-surmountable odds. It was so mountable, well, On the streets, life in Alkenstar is a non-stop race to stay ahead of the competition. And it is here that a desperate group, hungry for revenge, living on the edge of the law, hunts for the ones who cast them out. They are the outlaws of Alkenstar. Alkenstar. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, uh, besides the piss <laughs> anyway. rain, uh, when we last left you piss. guys, you had dealt with the uh, termite, fey, vexigit things that were terrorizing Idiot. the Nycteras of the Olfen ship. A mutated insect, much like the insects in the world wounds. Uh, uh, is that a hedgeway? <laughs> it's a hedgeway. <laughs> there you go. A connecting hedgeway. Uh, but after you dispatched, segue. After you no, dispatched wait. them, 
That's what I made buddy. a joke about That's you. I'm sorry, but like when Jacob. I said segue, I was imagining the vehicle. And not the literary term, which Hedgeway was based. No, it's. You stop that. <laughs> stop gaslighting my husband. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love him and he's confused enough. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. He put a ring on his head. I'm um, the queen. Uh, but after I don't you, want to be queen. After you dispatch the Vexigits in their entourage under the Olfen uh, ship, you got some loot from it. Um, and then you went and spoke to the queen again, uh, informing her of your work. Uh, and she told you a bit about the Cradle of Quartz, which she referred to as the Quartz Temple. Yeah, I um, can see why. Yes. Uh, she told you that like the inside was sort of symmetrical. Uh, and she kind of guided you, said that her like kin, cousins or whatever, were on the left side of it. Um, yeah. Uh, and she also yeah. warned you. Yeah that there were the living dead inside of the cradle of quartz. Um, Why and does her kin live there then? They? Uh, and she also, I think, perhaps uh, more importantly, warns you of a terrible beast from another dimension with eyes yeah. that reveal your past, yeah. see your present, and destroy your future. That doesn't sound fun. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be fun. I wonder if it was squid. Maybe we've already killed it. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but... But, but, uh, but you, uh, she. <laughs> <laughs> Second episode energy, guys. No. She uh, rewarded you with a magical ring and told you that it would, um, like, mark you as friends to their mm -hmm. relatives in living in the cradle of quartz. Uh, and so you set out on your way, and towards the like late afternoon, early evening, you arrived. Uh, outside the Cradle of Quartz at a distance, and we showed you some art, which I'll show again uh, to the audience here. Uh, this is the Cradle of Quartz. Uh, it is in this, like, canyon, um, and it's just a kind of a sight to behold. I got some flavor text for it if you guys are ready for it. Ooh. Ahead, one wall of the curved canyon is carved into an elaborate facade, uh, visible even at a distance. Pillars circles and geometric patterns give the impression of an entrance into a giant temple. Towering bronze double doors gleam in the light surrounded by windows and bas-reliefs depicting the face of the whisper in bronze. Her visage stares across the desert from above the doors of the Cradle of Quartz. Now, the image I share with you is obviously a more artistic interpretation. Yes. This is more if you approach it more directly. Okay. Um, but regardless, it's like a beautiful quartz featured structure that casts like just gorgeous like reflection colored beams across the canyon that it's set in. There's crystal outcrop growths everywhere. This is a holy sight. In the artist's interpretation, it looks like this thing fell from outer space to land there. Like it does not belong. But I like it because it's made of crystalline. But when you look, you can see like gear shapes. You can see gears made of crystal, crystal in it. Crystal gears. And it's really cool. It's super dope. C-E-W-L. Cool. And at this point, uh, your guide that has get taken you here, Palzu, says, I will take my leave. Uh, but Paizo, like... Jason Nolman. We get, there's undead in there. They prey on the innocent as well. Don't you want to go kill them? My, the farm is that way. Thank you. My... <laughs> 
quarrel is with the bandits of the Manoes, not the undead horrors within this temple. It is the living versus the living. It is the intent to cause harm, not the mindlessness. I was just trying to get some help. Here, I wrote this. Hand it to my mama when you get to the farm. I will. Thank you. If I go to the farm. You will. No, you're going to go to the farm. You're going to the farm. They get okay. attacked by... It's your whole... It's your whole shtick. I know. It's the one thing that makes you interesting. The GM is tired of sending people to the farm. Well, maybe the GM shouldn't give farmable people. <laughs> I can farm people. you. Farmable people. Wow. I can farm you. I can farm you. Okay. That letter will not be read. It's just an update from the airship. Uh, oh, you gave a letter. Yeah. Okay, great. Thanks. Well, Chester told his mom he'd send more often updates so mm-hmm. there wouldn't be such a wide range of emotion in one letter. This is the one talking about his uh, engagement to Saikir. This is not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So I got to say, That's I'm gonna, what you think. I have a fun and awesome Swapped map out. to take you to. I am excited about this map. I have more, but go on. Yes. <laughs> Before I take you to this really cool map that I'm super uh-huh. stoked about, uh, we have some brief things, some brief things to cover about uh, what happened in between episodes, which is you guys leveled up <gasps> and you hit a very important level. Yeah. Uh, why don't we talk about some of the cool things you got that you're willing to share? No. Lucky level seven. Yeah. Level seven brought Eleanor the choice ability of evasion. Oh. So anytime she succeeds on a reflex save, it is a critical success instead. Oh, that's beautiful, delightful. beautiful, beautiful. Uh, don't you get knocked uh, to expert on a lot of your stuff? Um, I am... No, because they were already expert. Oh. Eleanor was already expert. The only one who got... Well, that's more of a Psycure thing, but everybody that's not a spellcaster gets expert like trained in class stuff later on. I Nine see. or eleven, I believe. I'm, I'm expert in... Weapons. Yeah, I, like, I'm a master in reflexes now. What you got, I think, was weapon not expertise, oh. but weapon specialization. But Eleanor already got expert uh, proficiency for simple and martial weapons at level yeah, five. So. I've had yeah. that. Yeah, never mind. Cool. Uh, you did get weapon specialization as well, it looks like. So, yeah, my uh, my static damage is now a little higher. Oh, an additional plus two. Spy C. Uh, Saikiri, anything cool you want to share from level seven? No. Because I know some of the things you took. <laughs> nah. Nah. Do you want wanna. them to just come up in combat? I think that that would be better. That they like secrets. Chester Williams. Chester got, uh, he's oh, yeah. master in perception. The two classes that get uh, fastest progression in perception are investigator and rogue. Uh, so Chester got master in perception, which is his level plus six, plus wisdom. Um, and then Chester also got like skill feat, skill increase. Mm-hmm. Um, he also got weapon specialization. I gotcha. And. Honestly, I think that was the biggest stuff. That's pretty cool, though. So someone else leveled up that's in your sort of party right now, and that's Usuvu. Usuvu? Usuvu! Usuvu was a level behind you guys. Lovely MVP. So I said two levels behind would be a recipe for death, Mm -hmm. uh, and I had her level up, but she is an NPC, so she doesn't have levels the same way. Uh She She has a creature level, but that works completely differently. And it took me a while to figure out, but once I figured it out, it was actually really simple. Uh, and that is 
Player character options mean nothing. Yeah. You can build an NPC as a player character and just use the same rules if you want, but that's just a lot more work. Uh, NPCs, basically, you just pick the numbers from the chart, whether you want it high or low, and every level stuff goes up by one, typically. Um, but I wanted to do something cool with Usuvu mm -hmm. instead of just having all her numbers go up by one. I wanted to actually like give her some stuff, and I hemmed and hawed for a long time about what to do. I wanted to basically let her get some class abilities. Um, and so for context, she has plus four dex and plus four strength. Ooh. Those are her two best hmm. ability scores. Wow. And so I thought long and hard about what to do, and I settled on Gunslinger. Oh, shit. Lovely. So she's already a Tomb Raider with Trick Attack. Um, and I went with Way of the Drifter, which lets me fight with a gun or hand crossbow, which she has oh. in one hand. Oh. That's nice. And, a and in the other hand, <laughs> it's a Suvu's bare fist with a steel chair. <laughs> and a kukri in the other. Give him the chair. <laughs> Give him the chair, Suvu. <laughs> the chair would be as big as the halfling. So no. No. The, the way this works, is, at least especially in Foundry, is I just literally uh, make sure that anything that went to like expert or whatever from being gunslinger is counted in uh, if it's not already. And then I just drag those actions directly on the sheet. Ah. Um, so I got a new passive ability called Sword and Pistol, which is going to be my Kukri and my hand crossbow. Uh, I'm comfortable wielding a one-handed firearm or cro a, cross a firearm or crossbow one hand and a melee up in the, uh, in the other. Ayo. And I can combine the melee attacks with shots from the firearm or crossbow in this case. So basically, if I um, successfully hit a ranged strike on an enemy within my reach, mm -hmm. uh, I can make them flat-footed to my melee attack. Ooh. And that's just a passive. Now, is her weapon, her melee weapon, striking plus one? Not yet. Because we just got two single-handed striking plus one weapons. Yeah. It is agile, though, and I think the agile is going to be a little bit more important for me. I believe the light pick might also be agile. Oh, you're right. Um, but so that's the, the actions I got with this is I have a free action into the fray, which is, is. I can... Uh, interact to draw my one-handed ranged weapon and then interact to draw my um, bu -bu 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 one-handed melee weapon as my first action on my turn, and I can stride as a free action. I can basically get stuff out faster. I do have a question. Yes. She's a gunslinger, but she's a crossbow gunslinger. Yeah, gunslinger yeah. covers crossbow stuff. Okay, just just double checking because I'm, our audience might not entirely realize that gunslinger also covers crossbows. Yeah, yeah. That, that way, if you're playing in a campaign that doesn't have firearms, it can still be equally viable. And the cool action I got from gunslinger is reloading strike. Requirements, you're wielding a firearm or crossbow in one hand and your other hand wields a one-handed melee weapon or is empty. Uh, you make a melee attack and then reload your gun in one fluid motion. Uh, strike an opponent within one reach with your one-handed melee weapon. Uh, if, basically, I can use this one action to attack with my melee weapon and reload for free. So Asuvu, I thought about this a lot. So Asuvu's turn is going to be one action trick attack. Um, next action, strike with the hand crossbow, uh, which will make it flat-footed to my melee attack. Third action, uh, reloading strike to hit with my Kukri and then reload the crossbow. So I'll get two attacks and then the second one's against a flat-footed enemy. Would she like the light pick? She might. It's a mm. D4, but it's striking, so it's 2D4. Mm. Plus one striking. And it's plus one? Yeah. Is it agile? Yes. 
Light picks for agile. Suva would look so cool Take with a it. pick as she, a She can give it back whenever we too. part ways. Because it's worth money. God but damn. she can have it for now. Sure, I'll put it on their sheet. God damn. God, yeah. God damn. Make it the NPCs more powerful. God damn. I mean, what am I not right that the aesthetic of a Suvu as an archaeologist with a pick is kind of a cool idea? <gasps> that is the yeah. You know what? Whenever that is a really good whenever aesthetic, she leaves, you're not wrong. we'll take her kukri and just put the runes on it so she can keep the light pick. <laughs> well, well, God damn! Yeah, that's just better in every single way. Thank you, Jacob. You're welcome. I mm. love making you fight even better against yourself. <laughs> Boy, do you! Well, with that out of the way, why don't I take you to the map of the entrance map, of this place? Map, 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 map. Oh, that's a sick little, like, I love the fact that I cannot see anything else. It makes me feel very enclosed. We should be able to see all mm-hmm. through the outside of it, right? The door. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the I can't door. place you any further away than this because of how big this map is, so Jeez. bear with me. Oh, shit. Um, let me describe what you see as you come up to the front here. A wide paved road covered by blown sand leads to a two-level platform set before the temple's entrance. A stone shelf above the entry provides shade. The double door is 10 feet tall and made of weather-beaten bronze. The walls surrounding the bronze uh, portal are inscribed with an intricate network of gears that circle the doorway and cover most of the visible surface. Massive crystalline spears of ice blue quartz jut from the surrounding cliffs and several uh, window shafts cut into the face of the cliff and show only darkness beyond. However, as you approach this, uh, I apologize. Fight right off the bat? Before you... uh, there's a gaggle of beasts, uh, and I apologize that I can't put you further out because I know that how you typically like to handle these things, uh, but you see four of these horrifying chicken bewinged lizard things, and they look like this. Cockatrices? Bewinged chickens? It's like a <gasps> bat chicken dinosaur. Nice cockatrice, bro! Get ready to roll initiative. <laughs> nice cockatrice, bro. Because you're fighting penis birds. Stupid penis bird! Oh, <coughs> uh, brings me back to season two. Uh, with as many as there are, I am not going to roll after... I'm not going to go up after you. Uh, Alright, go ahead and roll me in your shit, guys. <laughs> oh! Oh! You ready for this? And I got better initiative now. Oh, why? I mean, I got a great initiative, but I would have rather had that in combat. I mean... What's your initiative, Chester? I rolled a natural 20 oh. for a total of 38. Oh, beautiful. My perception, because I have an eagle eye elixir on, plus my improved initiative That's is incredible. 18. Uh, it looks like, Psyche, you rolled yep, 22. Yep, I rolled an 11. My initiative <sighs> is plus 11, so I got a 22. Baby. Eleanor, are you rolling initiative? Uh, yes, Eleanor is rolling initiative. Too many that was, creatures. That was entirely middling. After you. <laughs> um, I have incredible initiative now as well, so oh. my initiative is better when I choose to take it, and I rolled a 27 total. Oh, baby. Nice. That's pretty good. Yeah, I rolled a natty 14. I'm very pleased. Uh, Sweet. Cool. Uh, it is going to be I wonder who. Chester's top turn. of round one. Who could be going first? It's Chester Williams. Chester, Williams. Uh, you see these things. You don't really know what they are, but as you guys approach and like get a good look at it, uh, one of them turns to look at you and goes, Wow, these are reminiscent of, well, I can't say, not in decent company. Penis bird. 
Uh, Chester's going to devise a stratagem. Look at those dicks. And recall <laughs> knowledge at the same time. Look at them cocks. That's Look at this cockatrice. Not great. All right, so what am I rolling for the recall knowledge? For the recall knowledge, you will be rolling arcana or nature. Oh, all right. Okay, I can play oh. with arcana. Uh, 9 plus 13 is 22. Okay. For recall knowledge. Yeah, you know that these are cockatrices. Creature 4. Not very... Not a lot going on. Oh, uh, weaknesses? None. Resistances? None. Hmm. Poison? No. What is special I... about them? So they have this Chicken. ability... <laughs> They have dark vision. Um, oh, thank you. They do oh have a, a fun ability uh, called clarification. A peck from a cockatrice hardens the flesh uh, of the creature struck. The I target have a must succeed. Question, Derek. Yeah. Is it clarification or calcification? Oh, it happened to me now. Sorry, it's calcification. I love you. So I'm so tired. Oh no, Um, it's It's calcification. Can you clarify that for me? We still care. Nice calcification, bro. Uh, You make a fortitude save or become slowed. Oh, Uh, so that's their flavor of petrification um, for these things. Further failed Mm. saves against clarification. Oh, what I mean, calcification. I'm sorry. I can see clearly now. Increases the slow condition once you are reduced uh, to zero actions by slowed, which that's how slowed works. Uh, Then you become petrified. What? Oh. 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 (laughs) Oh. <laughs> and is this a, is this like a poison or a venom incapacitation? Or his traits are incapacitation, primal, and transmutation. And do we get a save for this? Yes. What, what type, type of save? Fortitude. And it's not like a disease or no. Dang it! Oh, so there's nothing I can That's do. That's all my good options. Uh, Chester will relay this knowledge and say, "Watch out! They they hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and they they." They, if they get you enough, they'll make you slow and then make you stone. They'll get you stoned. They'll make you rock hard. <laughs> what? Oh, hard as rock. What? They'll make you into rock. I want a rock. Ah, These creatures will like make them. you so erect. I hate all of you with a passion. I do not need to describe on air. It's okay, Ellen. I ate you all. Well, we know Ellen definitely ate Brent. What are you doing? Uh, Chester's going to drink a um, Drake and Heart Mutagen. Pull it out and drink it. Fucking go. Okay. Increase that AC to a nice, healthy. That's good. Okay. Uh, It's Asuvu's turn. Uh, Asuvu has new cool shit to do. Uh, and let's see here. Unfortunately, she's still hindered by her paltry 25-foot movement speed. So she's going to spend two actions to get over here. Poultry? Poultry? Poultry movement speed. That's what she said. Oh, pause. you shut Poultry. up. Two actions, and then Jesus. she's going to strike. What? What? Is she stupid? Uh, Why she- is she charging into the middle of the enemy? You got to flank, bro. I mean, that's what I was going to do. Oh. Yeah, Melee's okay. character's got a melee. Yeah. Uh, and she's going to use her free action into the, the fray don't. to draw her hand crossbow in one hand and her light pick in the offhand. I don't think there's any rules for fighting with your offhand in this game, is there? Don't believe so. That's I've not so seen them. Nice. Oh, uh, don't forget to give yourself that plus one from the, the pick. More so than uh, your I normal added the, stuff. I added the item. And I will attack with my light pick in my other hand. 
Sick. No trick Nasty. attack funds, but just an attack at now plus 17. Oh! Ah! Uh... Not How is her attack higher than mine? NPC nonsense. It's NPC nonsense. It's just a, no wonder she's better than us. It's it's literally at, if you when you're level one and you fight a goblin, most goblins will have a plus eight to hit. And you'll have a plus seven. Yeah, but like my, I don't have a ton of fun actions to give me more damage and effects. Um, I'm just got numbers. <laughs> you don't need it. You have sneak attack. Uh, but I miss with my light pick. I rolled oh. a total of a dirty twenty because I got a natural three on dirty. that. Nasty 20. Yeah, plus 17. But it was cool because I can draw draw my stuff, double move, and attack. That's Usuva's turn. It is now Eleanor's turn. Oh, it's also because she was using the light pick. It's a plus one weapon, which we I all have, have those as well. I have a plus one weapon. Yeah, I think hers is, well, what's the bonuses come from? Six plus expert is 10, right? It's, it's NPC nonsense because I also plus have a plus four 16 dex to hit. is 14 plus one would be 15 and then it's just in, yeah, NPC extra plus well, two. all that aside, Eleanor is going to oh. sprint up there. Oh, oh. And... Stab it. Do it. Um, roll for tumble through but she wants to land where she is. All right. And I'm assuming that since Isuvu had to draw, I have to draw as well. Uh... I had to draw, yeah, because you guys were adventuring coming up here. All right, I shall do that too. I got one off as my free action thing. 36 acrobatics. To tumble through? Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm kind of ticked that that wasn't my roll for attack. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so this thing's already flat-footed because you're um, flanking it. I wanted panache. And yeah, and you want panache. You now have panache. Everything is awful. Um, Everything is going pretty You still might have hit. They're weaker than us. They are weak. 21 to hit. Uh, 21? Flanked. Yeah, that's a hit. I can hit with a natural five. They're, they're, they're CR4. Okay. We're level seven. Yeah. Okay, well, mm. I, I'm not going to complain that I hit. <laughs> I ain't complaining. Would Let's do this. Have hit without being flat-footed? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Barely, but it would have. Nice. All right. And I drew, so this is going to be my last action. Yep. Um, 10, 13, plus 4, not 2, is 17 damage. 17 damage. And now damage. I no longer nice. have panache. Uh, damn. Damn. All right, I've taken my damn, 17 boy, damage. She thick. She thick. thick. Boy. Now we have a whole bunch of penis birds to go through. Uh, first one to act is going to be this one. Going to try and flank Eleanor with its buddy. Boo. And it's just, attacking me, right? Yeah, the flanking game. Then I shall use nimble dodge. Okay, good call. Um, attack with my beak. No playing around when it comes to a... <laughs> oh, man. Oh. And using nimble dodge is a good call because my attack bonus, but I rolled a natural one. It's okay. One. I I'm good. I, I needed to not get hit with the petrify thing. You're mm -hmm. correct. Uh, and then my next attack at my map is going to be a total of <sighs> 14. Disgusting. Uh, Look at that's that. That's natural right? four, and you that's all I can do. feel horrible for I that. I do. Uh, unfortunately, I have more penis birds to play. Penis bird. Oh, yeah. Penis bird. Penis bird. Penis If someone could kill the one flanking me, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, this one's going to move over Which one? here and attack Eleanor as well. Jeez. We've got four of these guys. So first attack is going to be a, a oh, 21, misses. which will miss. Yes. Second attack. By the way, my armor class is higher now. Uh, 
23, which will also Still miss. Still misses, because I'm not flanked to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Uh, and then this next one's going to attack, flank Asuvu and attack. Uh, so we got another flanking conga line set up here. Uh, so are these small or medium? They look small. They're small. You notice their token doesn't take up the whole yeah. square. Um, okay. Two attacks. <laughs> oh. I got a... Did they hit with the 26? 26 on the first one and then a 20. 26 will hit a Suvu and it will do three points of damage. Thanks, book two. Uh, <laughs> but she's got to roll. I do have to roll a on, fortitude save. You're right. Let's get that going. Uh, oh. Natty five. Mm. It's a total of 16. So that means my clarification, oh, calcification. I'm sorry. <laughs> is going to make me slowed I just one. Just had to oh. ask. Which sucks, because slowed is basically like, it's like the spell, but it's the whole condition that the spell will cause in this game. Uh, slowed, if you're curious out there, audience, when you regain your actions at the start of your turn, reduce the number of actions uh, by your slowed value. You don't lose actions immediately if slowed during your turn. So I'm slowed one. When Usufu's turn comes back around, I'm only going to have two actions. Yeah. That sucks. Which is brutal. Um, Usufu could do good with that, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could could be fine, but still, that's brutal. Um, Okay, uh, that's the first three penis birds. It is now Saikir's turn. I am three 30 feet away. Three of them are in real good shouting range. I don't care if you hit me. Destroy these things. <laughs> uh, what I am going to do instead <gasps> is I'm going to spend one focus pool point to lifelink with Ooh. Eleanor. Oh, Ooh. and that heightens, especially because you've just got new spell levels, and you can make it so that they don't take any damage, which if they don't take damage, they won't get slowed. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, dope. Saikir, Eleanor's best friend. And then <laughs> that is only one thing for the other two actions I have. I'm going to cast Forbidding Ward. Forbidding Ward on Eleanor? Yes. Okay, oh, so sweet. I don't know if you still have it on your thing, but you'll get a plus one to your AC and saves, mm-hmm. I think. Oh, you haven't used Forbidding Ward Banana. in a while. Banana. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. So if you so, take less than five damage, you won't be slowed. And this is also the first time you've used your focus stuff in a while, so this will take you up to moderate curse, right? Or no, uh, you haven't used it today, I so it'll take you to today, your minor no. curse. Yep. Sweet. Cool beans. Minor curse. <laughs> did you salute? I did. That's so dumb. I know. Uh, okay. Major curse. Major curse. Cockatrice's first attack is going moderate to be curse? on Eleanor. General curse. Sir. Hold on, hold on. General How do I curse. add the... Um, uh, Spell adjustment. Lieutenant Curse, you didn't blind nobody. Does I got it now. Automatically heighten? Uh, it does, but you're, it doesn't heighten at fourth level. It heightens at third, sixth, and ninth. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Did you hurt your? Did you get hurt at all, Eleanor? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Uh, and you're. Yeah. I, Wait. I, you can target two creatures other than you if you wanted to do her and. I will do a Subu too then. Oh, hot and dog. Moist critical. Moist critical. Uh, oh, hotted dog. Hotted of all dogs. Just not hot dog water. <laughs> hey. Eight. Hot and dog this water is going is to be... The character is delightful. The substance is this not. Is, is this lifelink yeah. that you can do two on? Or yes. what? Yes. Look at it. Heightened. You can do it on two creatures other than you. Heightened. The status bonus increases. But we're already healed up, though. Uh, not oh, no, Usuvu. Usuvu just, just got a hit. Yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. a small amount of damage. Okay, so lifelink does that. Um, 
cool. And then forbidding ward. Yes, forbidding ward. I'm going to drag this onto Eleanor. Oh, I see. That one doesn't heighten as much, but you'll still get the plus ones. Cool, 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 cool. All right. Uh, I already rolled this guy's attack. Uh, he attacked Eleanor. He got a total of 30 with a natural 15. So that's just going to be a regular hit. Um, so let's roll damage, Eleanor. If I don't, what is the lifelink? Five. Five? All right. So if I don't roll above five, Eleanor will take no damage. Oh. Oh, but I do. Okay. So you take three points of damage, Eleanor. Psycho will take five. Eleanor, make me a fortitude save, keeping in mind if it's not already checked on, that you'll have a bonus from you, Forbidding Ward. You rolled eight damage. I think. I checked on Forbidding Ward, so I do have a bonus. Cool, 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 cool. Let's cool. roll this. Plus 15. Because I'm an expert in fortitude. Mm. Natty 16. Oh, baby, you're fine. That's a 31. No slowed for you. All right, cool. Um, Thank you, Sykir, for the damage decreasing. Top of a new round. It's Chester William's turn. Uh, Chester is going to devise a stratagem and at the same time do recall knowledge on the off chance you critical. Do you want to be nice? Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, I mean, what was Arcana? I doubt I'll learn anything new, but it will make a difference if I can keep going. Would an 18 knowledge check, if I hadn't already known everything important, let make me learn something new? No. Okay, so it wouldn't be considered a success. Good to know. Um, I did get a five on my two hit die with devise a stratagem is enough to hit these things as soon as I click it on. The perfect class for Jacob. The metagame The class. metagame class. Mm. Listen, nothing's better than knowing you won't hit and not having to swing, <laughs> even if it costs an action. <laughs> um, the, the real question is, is oh, how what far you gonna away? Hit with? <laughs> if you're going to hit something, <laughs> hit the one that's creating the conga line. Uh, I know, unfortunately, because that would end up splashing both you and Usuvu. Oh, bomb. Never mind. I thought you were going to shoot. But I was doing that one. No, no, I was doing that one, which will splash onto two other cockatrices. Oh, beautiful. But I do have to move closer I'll first. I'll accept the splash damage. No worries. So I'll go there. a stratagem. Uh-huh. Move. Move and then throw. And then throw. And I am going to throw a... Oh, I don't know. Let's go with a good old bottle of Lyserium Moderate. Hey, good old Lyserium. And so that's going to be 2d8 plus 2 plus 2d6. And the splash damage isn't something we can What's avoid. What's the total to hit? Uh, 21. Oh, that's a hit exactly. Yep. I knew that. <laughs> it is 18 plus 2 is 20 plus 2. Splash is 22 against that one. Okay. And 2 to everybody else there. Including which would be me. Eglinor and the other two cockatrices. Eglinor. Now, okay. I can't avoid that, right? No. Allegor. Allegory. You Wait, two? That would mean Sykir would take it, right? No, uh, yes. Yeah, you're right. You are correct. Sorry, Sykir. <laughs> Chester throws the bomb and smells burnt hair from behind him. <laughs> uh, okay, who's the fireball creator now? Uh, that's your turn. <laughs> it's now Usuvu's turn. Usuvu is slowed one and can only take two actions. Usuvu is going to focus her attention on the one she's flanking with Eleanor. Uh, and she's going Smart. to do ch- trick attack, Ooh. light pick attack on Ooh. that flanked Ooh. one. Ooh. Oh, baby. She hit. Baby. Natural 10 for a total of 27. Mm. Not going to be a critical, but that will hit for a total of 17 points of damage. Man, that light pick and the striking are coming mm-hmm. in clutch. It yep. is nice. Uh, you are also on fire. 
Oh, the, the chicken? Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, Gonna okay. be fried chicken soon. Oh, you might be, yep. I'm a roasted bird. bird. Uh, mm. Let me check on my condition on <laughs> fire. How much fire? Uh, and it would be fried chicken. Two every round. Just two? Because there's bone. What's it? Oh, what's the GCP <laughs> thing? Snake. Oh. Birdman, bird snake, man, penis. Snake, bird man penis. snake, penis. All right. Uh, so that's all Asuba can do, just two actions, unfortunately. And after that, it's going to be Eleanor's turn. That's a lot of damage. That's a lot of damage. Um, Eleanor. Eleanor's Eleanor. going to roll the tumble go, through, go, 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 even go. though it's already flat-footed. Sure. She's just getting panache right now. Natty 18. Why oh, could that baby. not have been for attack? You will oh. get your panache. I feel I sense a pattern. Yeah. <laughs> you need two things to happen, and both of them require die rolls. It's a pattern I've watched happen in classes with double die rolls to get good attacks. Yeah. But I rolled another natty 16. Oh, baby. So that is a 32 to hit. That'll be a critical hit. Ooh. Time to nuke this cock. Alrighty then. So, critical hit is 2d6 plus my Atrice. 3d6. Make sure it's still 3. Plus your static. Yes, plus my static, plus the deadly D8. After that, yeah. So go roll everything but the D8, and then we'll double it. I double the static, right? Yes. Oh, come on, dice. Two ones, um, plus 10, 12 damage, plus four is 16. Doubled is 32. Doubled is 32, plus the D8 of deadly... Which is six thirty-eight damage. Thirty-eight damage. Ooh. Uh, I invite you to describe your kill as you destroy this thing. So I stab it through the neck, and when I pull the, the rapier back out, I decapitate it. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, fantasy rapier. It's super dead. Uh. <laughs> You right. rip its head off with the pullback. So that was one action like, to tumble through, one action to strike. You have one action remaining. What? It's how? Like a, it's like a, you pulled it out no, so it's fast. Fine. It's like a little sonic boom happened in its neck hole. Oh, it's like the anime thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a second rain boom. Oh my god. Uh, so what do you want to? What do you want to do with your last action? I can't attack now that I've done a finisher. So I'm going to raise my buckler. Sick. Ooh. All right. Sick, nasty. Speaking of raised buckler, this one's going to attack you. Go ahead. No, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. Okay. I can't move to a flank with Asuvu as I'm at, so I will raise my buckler. Yeah, I'm the one stay. that Asuvu's... Uh, yeah, that that the one that's, that's within melee range of Asuvu is against the wall. So. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's that. Buckler raised. This next one, this one adjacent to you, Eleanor, is going to attack you. Shmammity meh. Natural four. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad God. I didn't use my attack, my um, nimble dodge. Nimble dodge. Good, good bird. Nimble this dodge? one's suddenly Wait, natural four? What it was exactly, Derek? 19 total. 18. Is that a critical failure? No, I don't uh, think so. Eight. It has to be an 18 to be a critical oh, failure. Oh, baby. Oh, oh, if you had no. Oh, that would have taken away reaction. This one's going to take a, a hint and five foot step using a move action to flank Eleanor, taking your AC down. Now she's going to use nimble dodge. Uh, well, I would have to roll with my multiple attack penalty. Never so mind. Never mind. The penalty to your AC is going to be a lot less than the penalty I'm taking to hit you. Mm. Uh, oh, oh, but I did roll pretty good. Oh, but it's still going to be a miss. Uh, a total 12. of 21. 
I have not used my reaction, so I still have it. A total of 21 is not a critical. Okay. I am trying so hard to get opportune reposts to I work know. again. All right, but this one is going to attack at you while you're flanked with a full bonus. The other one flanking you it is on fire. Uh, we will deal with that at the end of its turn. Uh, here comes the attack. Doo -doo 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 -doo. Oh, 33. That hits, and okay. it would have hit with Nimble Dodge anyway. So that's a good call. Uh, ooh, eight is going to be three points of damage to you, five to Psykeer. Uh, I'm going to need you to roll a fortitude save, and you'll have the bonus. Hey, Derek. Yes. Foundry applied the persistent damage. Was it that one was the one that was going? Oh, no, I, I, I haven't done it yet. Oh, okay. Fortitude of 25, by the way. Uh, 25? Yes, oh, total of 25. Fine. Uh, I'm just going to take two more attacks here. One of them is probably going to be the end of my life. Oh. Ooh, natural 19. Okay, that's a hit. Um, more damage here. It's just a D8, bro. Uh, all that goes to Psykir, so no fortitude save required. That's four damage for you, Psykir. Last attack at minus 10. <laughs> 23. Wow. Man, I cannot get opportune repose to happen. My dice are just, my digital dice are just I evil. Mean, it's still a miss. You oh, it's, it's a miss. The die is a miss. We're lamenting that it's not a critical yeah. miss. Yeah. I want a critical mm -hmm. miss so I can repost. Yeah, okay. Or is it repost? I don't know. That's whatever you want it to be. It, it depends on how much of a dick you want to be about it. Uh, this well, I want to be not one. Oh, there's the persistent damage. Well, I'll be a cock about it because this cockatrice is going to attack a soup. <laughs> is it not dead? Did the two extra damage not kill it? No. Do your, your flat check. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. My recovery check. Thank you for the reminder. Oh, boo. I do recover. Boo. And now that boo. I recovered, this other one's going to attack a suvu. Here comes the smack. Do, 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 do. Oh, ha. Uh, that's going to hit. Oh, no. 23 Even? is a hit? Yeah, Even Asuvu. with the uh, forbidding ward? Uh, does Asuvu have forbidding ward? I thought it was oh, lifelink. No. Shit, no. that's lifelink. Yeah, yeah. it's lifelink. Uh, unfortunately, one of the things Asuvu is not good at is armor class. So that's a okay. hit by one. Asuvu has an AC of 22. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. So that is going to be seven points Oof. of damage, and she'll have to make another save. Fortitude save. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Slowed one. I'm now slowed, slowed two? two. Oh. Oh, no. Wait, wait. Get Usubi hey, out many, of there. Uh, how no. many are there? How did she... This is the second time she got hit this round? She already no. was slowed one. Because you yeah. you had your turn since then. No, this is a different one. I, this is my first attack. Well, I'm saying it's your slowed one should have disappeared. It goes away after it gets expended. Because she's had her turn where she lost an action, right? That's why there's no time limit on it. Once slowed one is passed, you're no longer slowed. Oh, I see. Or else it would, this would be a lot more dangerous of a fight. Basically, she has to get hit and fail three times before her turn for Return I to Storm. I see. Thank you, Jacob. Well, I will just stay slowed one. Uh, Jacob's over there I doing a victory dance. With, yeah, another attack. Second attack is going oh. to miss. Uh, second attack was a total of 19. A third attack will be a total of 14, which super duper misses. There's the numbers you were fishing for, Eleanor. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's the end of that. Yeah, Psych that's what I wanted. Psych here, it's your turn. Okay, so what does sustained mean? Uh, for in spells? terms of spells, yes. You have to spend an action to sustain the spell. It's like concentrate. Okay. That's, right? That's kind of what I is thought. Is this right? Yeah. Sustain a spell is an action. I am going to sustain my FW. Forbidden Ward. Mm -hmm. ah. And then on whatever cockatrice, I'm going to cast Painful Vibrations. 
Oh, painful vibrations. Painful vibrations. Mm-hmm. Is this new? Yes. Uh, which one would you like it to be? That uh, one is already hurt. That one's already hurt. That's the one that got Kentucky Fried. It is. Uh, I will do the one that's next to Asuvu because she seems to be struggling the most. Yeah. Okay. So is that a Fortitude save? Yes. Okay. And you're now an expert in your spellcasting DC. Oh, oh my god! Oh, stupid crit. What is it? Damn it, I forgot that we weren't doing that with bottle caps. Yeah, that's not how it works in the system. God damn it, that sucks. <laughs> Anyways, I'm I'm quitting. <laughs> <laughs> Man, all right, it so happens. that's a natural 20 for a critical success, so I just take no damage. Mm-hmm. Dang. Wow. Oh, well. You know what's funny? Yeah? Uh, if it weren't for the natural oh, 20. That was a level four spell. And that's the yeah. only one I get today. Oh, wait, hang but on. You might have. Oh, yeah. By the way, yeah. Roll your uh, explodey boy die. Did you do bad? What did you get? Seven, right? Oh, I thought it was a one. No, that, that no. looked like a seven. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. So no, no, uh, no yes, well surges. Yes, that was the seven. Cool, 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 cool. Wow, that almost went real bad, real no, fast. No boom, boom. Uh, well, unfortunately, you don't get to use your bad vibes on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that sucks. But that's your turn. Uh, that's going to be end of round two, top of round three. Chester Williams. Chester Williams. Chester Williams is not. I take it back. He's going to devise a strategy. Yes, Drow. Can I get my spell back since I rolled it after I cast it? Oh, yeah, you made it. Is that the only spell you have expended? Yeah. The only one? The whole day, including the neck. Ve- what did ne- you use against the, the Vegemite? <laughs> uh, oh, so I did expend. I have a second spent, a third spent, and now my fourth spent. You want right. to roll? Yeah, I'm going to roll a d6. Okay. Uh, you will get your fourth back. Sweet. Left <laughs> it up to the dice. That's fair. There you go. Oh. What did you get when you devised your stratagem? 17 on the die. Beautiful. Which, when he drops his whip and draws his musket, plus 16 will be 33. That'll be a critical hit. It sure will be. Which one? The one attacking Usuvu uh, or the one flanking me? Oh, uh, the one flanking you. The one he already Kentucky fried. He's going to... Uh, no, you know what? He's going to attack a different one. He's going to go after this one. Okay. Spread the damage. Uh, calls, I think this has the potential to maybe do enough damage to kill it. That Ooh. is 2d10 plus 2d6 plus 2 times 2 do you plus get a d10. A, the, another yeah. one for deadly? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, my d10 is a 9 and a 10. Oh, nice. God. Plus Uh-oh. a 6. Oh, God. Is 25 plus a 2. Is uh, 27. 27. Plus an additional 2 calls of my weapon 29. stuff. 29. Is 29, 29. times 2. Is uh, 58. 58. Plus 2 for an even 60. They have 60 hit points total. <gasps> oh! You could have one shot oh, it. Oh, I did one shot it. Wait, yeah. it's not been hit at all? No, it had been hit by splash damage. Oh, well but then. still, you could have one-shot <laughs> it. I put the gun to the, I'm right beside it, I put the gun to the back of its head and just splatter its brains on the ground. I ain't the first on time the I ground? had to butcher a bird. <laughs> you mean on Eleanor's shoes? I uh, know, he's diagonal, so it, it, it's yeah, more it likely going to Usuvu. Oh, yeah, it, get, it, co- <laughs> it hits Usuvu in the face. She's not looking. It's the back of her head. Okay. You shoot a Suvu in the back of the head? No! No! no. We like you, Suvu. Are you ready to meet God? This ain't the first thing I had to put down on the farm. <laughs> Got that right. He's my chicken paw. I'll do it. <laughs> okay. <Christ. laughs> it's Suvu's turn. 
Uh, oh, look, it's oh. already keeping track of my slow John. Uh, cool, 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 cool. Uh, it is going to be my turn. I'm going to trick attack, stab with the pick at this stupid little Do you have to move fiend. for that? No, it's adjacent to me. Oh, the oh, one that you're Oh, and I yes. rolled a natural 18 for a total of 35, which will be a critical hit. That's sick. Nice. Uh, okay. Even without trick attack, it's going to be good. Oh, fatal d10. Hot Ooh. 10 dog. Oh, baby. Uh, that's going to be 44 points of damage. God. Dang. Oh, you got to love critting with sneak. That, stat, that plus four to strength deadly, really it? helps. Yeah. God damn. God damn. <laughs> God damn. Uh, okay. I hope we can keep Usuvu with us forever. <laughs> yeah, right. Getting rid of her is going to be the worst. Uh, okay, that's her turn with only two actions, and then she should go back her. to... You say she'll go back to slowed zero? Yes. Are you sure about that? I am positive. Are you that sure is, about that? That is Ooh. how slowed works, because there's no time limit on it. It is expended when it is used. It's like, like fear, but like even more so. But it doesn't say that. Frightened does. But is there a time limit on it? It's not forever. Look at slow. Uh, but slow is like a spell. Yeah, because slow has a duration. Oh. Yeah, it has what, a duration. What, what effect does she get? The condition is slowed. The but like the spell when you get slowed is has a duration with it, right? So let me look at calcification, which is not clarification. Uh, I'm I, sorry. <laughs> I really thought it worked that way. Like I, I, I might be wrong, but I really, really thought it worked that way. So the spell has a time limit. Yes. It says slowed blah for however much time. Hmm. Well, in that case, I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't... This. Hey, is Isuvu dead? No. Uh, but yet. this thing doesn't have a uh, time limit listed in its calcification ability. But I would just assume it's a combat kind of thing. So if Usuvu is really slowed too, then she needs to spend her only action getting out of there. Uh, well, it's too bad because she just beat the shit out of this thing with a critical. Um, mm. uh, da, 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 da. I'm just going to not go to slow two because that's too much undoing. Uh, Eleanor, it is your turn. You have one cockatrice adjacent to you, um, and you have the other one next to Asuvu. What would you like to do? Mm, I can tell Asuvu's in a bad, bad way, right? Like, she's taking some hits. She's not that hurt, but she is moving slowly. I'm going to move up and attack the one that's on her. Okay. And I'm going to use that. Um, I'm going to use a tumble through as part of my movement action. 20? Uh, total? Yeah, I only rolled a two. Uh, it's not going to do it, unfortunately. Okay. Well, then I will just attack normally without panache. Okay. I might have gotten it mixed up with stupefied or, or stunned. Uh, so what was your total to hit? My total to hit was a 25. Uh, that'll hit. Okay. So, regular old damage. No precision. Oh, come on! Total minimum damage for six. Okay. All of it will, of course, go through. It's a good hit. Uh, and I have one attack left, or one action left. I'm going to attack again. Go for it. Does a 20 hit? Yeah. Uh, no, it doesn't, because this one's not flat-footed, unfortunately. Okay. So that will miss. Uh, barely. Um, that'll be your turn. Mm -hmm. Cockatrice number blah is going to flank Asuvu. No. no, I'm over here. Come over here. Easy target. Stop. <laughs> what you get when you make me fight myself. So let's roll this attack. Uh, oh. 21. We'll miss. Nope, it'll hit because of the flat-footed. 
Uh -oh. I tried to kill the one. Five damage. Do you have lifelink on a oh, Yes. I do, yes. Right, so you'll take five damage. And doesn't Good have to usage. make the save. No save required. Arf. This last attack is going to be minus five for my map. It's the map. I rolled a 14 total. Okay, so that's its turn. Then it's the last most cockatrice was also flanking Gasuvu. I should attack Eleanor because yeah, Eleanor Eleanor's, hit it. Eleanor's right there. But Asuvu also criticaled this thing. Uh, hmm. First attack on Asuvu. Uh, uh, I got oh. three attacks. Natural one. You look res uh, re I don't joyous. want Asuvu to become a statue. Uh, second attack on Asuvu. Like her voice is all charm. <laughs> 20 will hit exactly. Uh, let's roll some damage. Ooh, eight. So three will get through to Asuvu. I only take the first one. The first attack. Oh, so all yeah. eight will get through. I gotcha. Wait, um, a 20 hit? Oh, cause flanked. Cause flanked. Uh, that will take me down. Eight points of damage. I have to make another fortitude save for go to slowed three. I will go, or slowed two. I will go to slowed two. Because I rolled a total of 15. Um, let me increase my slowed value to two. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Last attack will be on Eleanor. Because I haven't moved. <laughs> and of course, I roll the natural 17 against Eleanor, which will miss with a total of 22, but won't but critically won't miss. trigger my the <laughs> opportune repost. I know. All right, Psych here, your turn. Last in the round here. There are two left. They're both flanking a Suvu. One is very clearly visible to you. I'm going to use painful Rattle. vibrations. Rattle his bones. Okay. It's uh, like Bone Shaker from 1E. And you're going to spend one action to sustain lifelink? Lifelink, I don't think ward? it needs forbidding sustain. Ward. Forbidding ward. Uh, okay. If you want to get rid of my forbidding ward, it's okay with I me. I think that the one I, had if I had on. to pick, it would have been one of the ones that was already dead. Oh, you're TBH. right. Okay. So you don't need to sustain. Um, I rolled a 12 for a total of 22, which would That's be a, a fail. failure. Your DC has gone up so much now. Yeah. Yeah. It's 25 now. Oh. Oh, baby. Look at all this 86 sonic damage. Baby. Whoa. And yeah, dude. two were sixes. You're ready to destroy some crystalline and beasts. it's uh, second one. It's dead. Failure. <laughs> the target takes full damage, is sickened one, and is deafened for one round. Uh, so, sickened. It's not dead. Deafened. Uh... It's not dead, but boy, howdy. That hurt a lot. Um, uh, that's two. Yeah, you have one left. I'm going to get there flank. to flank. Sick, nasty. And you have your shield out still, right? Sure. Okay. <gasps> Whoa. But I don't have it raised. But you still have your hand, which you can unarmed attack as a cat person. I never realized that when you're sickened, you cannot willingly ingest anything elixir or potion-like. Yep. Hmm. Uh, okay, so that's your turn, Psyche here. Uh, you rattle its bones, you give it the bad vibes, uh, and then you move into flank. Uh, it'll be end of round three, top of round four. Chester Williams. Williams. Uh, which one of these looks more hurt? Actually, uh, no, I don't care. That one's sickened, so his AC is lowered by one, right? Yeah. They both actually look about the same level. Oh. Um, uh, there's only a 10 on the die, so plus 16 will be 26. 26 will yeah. hit. Uh, and I will get to roll 4d6 plus 2. What are you attacking with? Oh, my gun. So I gun. devised, uh, reloaded a uh, shot. Okay. That is 441. 
six for 15 plus two is 17 damage. You shoot this one and put it down just like you did the other one. Good. Although probably with less overkill. And uh, Chester will say, Asuvu, just get out of there. You, you, These things could turn you to stone. Uh, okay. And that's Chester's turn. All right. It is now Asuvu's turn. Yeah, okay, man. <laughs> Gonna spend one action. Slow two. One, one action to run. <laughs> to run away. 20 feet. Can they go further? Uh, I have 25, so I could go okay. five more. Yeah. There we go. Get out of there. That's my turn. One action. Maybe uh, if it chases, he can get an attack of opportunity on it. <laughs> it's, it's Eleanor's turn. Oh. I'm not going to need it. Uh, let's roll to get Panache. Kill the chicken. With tumble my through. tumble through. Choke that it. is a 30 acrobatics. Yeah, that'll do it. Now that I have Panache, and just, just check that on. Okay. I can see. Uh, we're going to roll to hit. Nat 20. Oh, oh, oh. baby, critical oh, hit. No. 36. It's dead. It's so dead. It's so dead. I, I do want to roll this, oh, though. Do for please, the sake please. of my own gratification. Yes. Roll. Uh, let's see. That is but. 5, 2, and 3 is 10. 14 plus 4 is 18. 18 doubled is 36 plus the deadly D8. Oh. <gasps> 41. Oh, beautiful. This thing at 10 hit points left. It is. <laughs> you stab it and it explodes this again. This time I stab it through the heart. <laughs> and it just explodes. Just rape here. Pierce. Boosh. <laughs> like an anime move. You're covered in blood. Uh, that is it. You are now out of combat. And out of panache. So, how long does it take Usuvu to not be slurred anymore? Uh, if it doesn't have a time limit on it. I don't know, man. That's weird. Should I? Do I just need to do like a heal thing on it? Do you want to just be like the spell and do like a minute? That's probably do it like a minute, yeah. Otherwise, I could let Psyche roll healing. Not gonna lie, I looked it up and uh, there was like a Pathfinder rules post like, hey, uh, how long does slowed from cockatrice last? Because it don't say. <laughs> and no one had a solid You answer. should note, Drow, that your um, lifelink literally saved me from taking much damage at all. I literally am only down six hit points. You should. Oh. Don't even need to heal me. Uh, you should physician heal thyself. <laughs> I am down over twenty points. Yeah, you need to you be healed. Are. And but you also have moderate you. or uh, light curse. Moderate, oh, light. but you have master healing now. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's one of oh. the things you got from the level up. Oh, oh. Uh, so you can yeah. roll against uh, the expert. What is DC. that? Twenty-five. Is twenty. Uh, if you want to roll against it. You, you have Master what? is 30, but that's going to be harder to hit. Oh, you crushed it. 27 crush against it. the expert one. You have to roll three or less to not hit this DC now. Uh, and then that's what? 2d8 plus 10. Heal thyself. Heal yourself. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. 22. Is that all back up for you? Uh, that'll take me to 97. Out of? Out of 99. Wait, we have the same amount of hit points. We have now. had the same amount of hit points. <laughs> yes, IQ has a d10. Just like you. What? I keep forgetting this. If I had toughness, I wouldn't be that high. I'm not a martial class technically. I know. It just baffles me every toughness time I'm reminded. Toughness doesn't give you hit points anymore. It just makes your dying save nine plus your dying value. It gives you hit points as well. It, it gives you one per level. Because there's also die hard, which makes like it's equivalent. I'll take it later. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm actually happy with my incredible It doesn't? No. I really thought I had read that. Oh, no, you're right. Increase your maximum hit points by your level. It's not in the ha! first sentence. Sorry, I'm clarifying and I'm calcifying here and I'm just messing up all sorts <laughs> I'm sorry. of ways. <laughs> Don't apologize. It's hilarious. I, I should take that next time. I mean, at this point, it'd only be seven additional hit points. Next Still. level would be eight. That yeah. could be life or death. You're right. You're right. All right, so you heal yourself up, Psykir. I think Usuvu's down the most after that. All right, let's go. Oh, man, I, thanks. I really need this. I want to try going for... Mm, Master, uh, you'll have to hit do, 13 or better, right? Do I dare do the 30? Uh, I'll tell you, Asuvu does not need that many hit points. Okay, then I'll do the 20. You'd have to roll 14, so you'd be unlikely to do it, and you would have a higher chance of crit failing. Which is still only D8 D8 of damage, so... All right, you made it with a 24 on the expert check. That's going to be 15 points of healing to Asuvu. And it's 2D8 plus 30 for Master? Yes. Statistically, I think we could get more. It would just take longer with the risk of failure. It'd take mm. a lot more time, yeah. So um, how bad is Isuvu now? Isuvu was actually down um, 15 hit points exactly. So she's oh. full. Perfect. Right. And then and Eleanor for a six. little bit, right? Take it. Yeah. Remember, seven hit points is the difference between life and death. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Heal oh, me. Oh, oh, baby. Baby. That's a 26. It's going to succeed again. So you're just full. You're I like up. to imagine that every time you go overboard, some random tiny inconvenience like a hangnail gets healed too. Yeah, and don't my for- tinnitus is gone. Don't forget, like if that we, would be amazing. If we if we had all the time in the world to spare, fun fact for medicine, you could just take the hour to double the amount of healing. Oh, but that would like take a long time. That's a long that's time. Like downtime level stuff. Um, it's a much bigger deal when you can only heal once in, once every hour. Yeah, I guess. Um. So, yeah, you guys are here at the entrance to the Cradle Courts. Again, you see this massive door. Uh, Quick you question. You heal up. It's about six in the evening. Yes, Elnor? The door is made of bronze. Yes. But it's been out in the weather. Is it green yet? No, that's copper. Never mind. I feel dumb. No, you're fine. Yeah, no, it's it's doesn't look uh, t- very tarnished. It looks maybe a little weather-beaten. Uh, perhaps this midge eroded. But, like... For the most part, it's it's like it's not shiny, but it's still in good working order. Um, it looks very heavy, and like the handles are this like gear contraption. If you like go to work it, like gunk, 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 it spins a bunch of gears and moves stuff. It's beautiful. What do you guys do? Do y'all think we should like sleep and go in there in the morning? Here's a question. Yes. I was thinking about this. So Casawana probably flew here, right? But he probably didn't go through here, or else he'd have to fight all them undead things. So that means there's an entrance somewhere here from the outside. If we could climb up this, we could just find the way in that Kasawana took, right? Is there any kind of check I could do to validify this information? I mean... To validate? You could try rolling like survival to look for tracks or something, but it would be incredibly difficult with the time and the weather. It would be incredibly difficult. Considering the material this thing is made of. I have a plus one. Yeah. I mean, ultimately... You could try to do that, or you could just go in this way. You have to find them anyway. You know? I mean, but like the difference would be fighting through a horde of undead and a creature that could, you know, show us our past and destroy our future. I mean, you don't know if going another way is any better. We um, we could sleep, though, and come back sleep, fresh. Sleeping is probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to sleep. So you spend the quarter day roll to make camp. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you have your flint and steel? I 
does Psykir have a blanket? I, I a rolled six, a natural 20 a on a joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you guys make great camp, even if it was just a forbidden lands joke. Woo! Uh, you find a good spot to settle down. Um, there's no, no mana storm. There's no mm-hmm. ants. There's no toe issues like uh, every forbidden lands mishap. Um, uh, you find a good place to make camp, uh, and then the morning comes. Uh, you get up bright and early. Uh, and you see like the beautiful morning sunbeams hitting the quartz ornate temple decorations, shining these cool colored reflections all across the canyon. Um, uh, what do you guys do? Would undead be immune to mental damage if they're immune to mental effects? Yeah, probably. Undead? Uh-huh. I can roll for this. Uh, make a religion check. That's a 19 on the die plus my religion skill. <laughs> uh, once ah. living these creatures this is the undead trait these creatures were infused after death with negative energy and soul corrupting evil magic uh, when reduced to zero hit points undead creatures destroyed undead creatures are damaged by positive energy healed by negative energy and don't benefit from healing effects you just asked for about mind affecting da mental damage specifically like can they be a feared can they be feared frightened and can mental damage hurt them so it looks like in 2e um Undead are typically immune to like death, disease, paralyzed, poison. Some of them, depending on it, might be immune to precision, but that's a very specific thing. That's not a general thing, like in older in three point five. Yeah, um, and like unconscious, um, but they don't have any resistances to like mental stuff. Um, what's the specific thing you're looking at here? Uh, dread ampule, which it does mental damage. And it can cause frightened, but it has the poison tag. Oh, the poison trait. Yeah, trait. Trait. Uh, so the poison trait is an effect with this trait delivers a poison or deals poison damage. An item with this trait is poisonous and might cause an affliction. Um, but if your dread ampule deals mental damage, mm-hmm. the blah damage is the thing that matters in terms of immunities. Alrighty. Good, it's kind of weird because in one e undead there was like mindless and not mindless undead and so like mind affecting the things didn't affect a lot of undead yeah uh that's still a thing for like constructs in 2e which makes sense makes sense and for like vermin yeah animals that don't but it was always complicated it was like is this undead mindless or not and like the the answer is yes yeah (laughs) it's it's so complicated it depends on what you're doing i'm kind of i'm kind of glad they simplified that part that Mm. much um, so you, yeah, you rest up, you get your stuff ready for this day, um, and you approach this door again. Uh, I'll go ahead and reread you the flavor text now that you've walked up to it again. I do love flavor. A wide paved road covered by blown sand leads to a two-level platform set before the temple's entrance. A stone shelf above the entry provides shade. The double door is 10 feet tall and made of weather-beaten bronze. Uh, the walls surrounding the bronze portal are inscribed with intricate, with an intricate network of gears that circle the doorway and cover most of the visible surface. Uh, massive crystalline spears of ice blue quartz jut from the surrounding cl- uh, cliffs. Uh, several window shafts cut into the face of the cliff and only show darkness beyond. Oh. In my offhand, I would like to draw one of my hatchets for throwing. Hmm. All righty. In my hand, I have my whip where I always have it. Are you playing with Psyche here? <laughs> no. Okay. And it's just it's curled up in his hand. <laughs> oh, but now that I have throwing oh. axes, I went to keep one in my offhand. Yo, this temple thing looks wild, dude. Yeah, you ever see something like this, Usuvu? Never. 
rye stuff is wild. Oh, it sure uh, is. Play, play, wait, wait, do they want the whip? Chester will just not even look and just start moving it about. <laughs> Every once in a while, it'll snap against Psykir. <laughs> you just turn Psykir's like kicking it with the back peats. Does- <laughs> He'll throw it up against the door to see if Psykir will shove the door open with their body. Just <laughs> Does Psykir do the <laughs> But what do you guys want to do? Uh, let's open the door. Uh, first, I'm going to drink an Eagle Eye Elixir. Okay. So I'm going to use one of my Dehuhikimajons. Dehuhikimajons? That's Jesus. right, Dehuhikimajons. So I have that for an hour. Uh, so I will like to look at the door and see if the door is trapped. Go ahead. 19 plus 16. 35. Uh, the door is not trapped. Okay. Uh, you see the door is, again, intricate, like, clockwork gears that looks like it makes it easy with some sort of mechanism to open this what otherwise would be heavy door. Uh, you guys ready? Oh, wait, wait. So does that mean the door, do we know how to open the door? Yeah, it has handles. Okay. But, like, the handles are hooked up to, like, these gears. Okay. So it's like a, okay, I gotcha. Uh, you guys ready to go in? Let's go. Could uh-huh. I, with that perception check, did I notice anything... Weird. Any scratch marks, shuffle bits, like anything that would hint us towards the undead that could be in this place? Um, not, I mean, not really. Okay. It's, it's, it's a question. Uh, Chester will open the door. You open the door. It's just like you pull down the handle. And they start opening up. Uh, and now let me describe what you see. So excited to see inside. Oh. This hexagonal chamber evokes the shape of a crystal with perfectly flat walls rising 20 feet high, angling towards the inner chamber's center and meeting at a central point 40 feet above the floor. The walls are inset with flat crystal faces and decorative patterns that mimic a humanoid form uh, composed of gears and wheels. Two sets of corridors head further into the complex on either side of the bronze doorway, uh, so to your left and to your right, uh, each left. Parti- partially obscured by tattered scraps of rotten curtains. To the east uh, is an angular dais with three stone steps carved from the translucent stone. Um, a throne. Uh, so the east is, yeah, that throne kind of thing. Um, and you see more, there's a couple different paths. There's two paths to the left, uh, one more northward or more eastward and one more westward. And then the same thing on the the right. There's two paths. Uh, I don't know if you can see the doors there. Um, Chester's going to draw. He's going to have one well, hand on his... Oh. Before you do anything, oh. the other thing that's in this room that you notice immediately and that immediately turns to see you is a gigantic... Holy crap! Clockwork Sphinx. Let me help you see, it's Eleanor. Already? What? And it looks like this. Oh, Derek, don't you dare. No, don't you dare. And that you, is no, what we're going to pick stop, up in our next episode. Don't. No. <laughs> Jacob is it's setting. beautiful, though. It is gorgeous. I wanna f- it's not exceptionally humanoid in the face, though. No. It looks kind of griffin-y, I, almost. I thought it was more like an owl in the face, honestly. We'll come back next time to see them fight this you. clockwork sphinx. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. 
If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D gallon. And we are also on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of this podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon Podcast. Our theme for this season is Delta Rust, composed by Andy Ellison. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfie, and you can find more of his work on his YouTube channel, Michael Gelfie Studios. And you can support his awesome work at patreon.com forward slash Michael Gelfie. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Music